Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I am your host, David Hoffeld, and today we are going to dive into a really important topic that'll be the first in a three-part series on influence. And we are going to talk about some powerful ideas today that when it comes to informing how you sell, this is foundational. In fact, once you understand what we're going to share today and then elaborate deeper on over our next two sessions together. This will be a game changer for you. So let's get started and talk about what does science say regarding how influence occurs. And as we begin, let's take a step back and say, why does this question, first of all, even matter? First, why is influence so important in selling? Because That's what selling is. So I define influence as what guides others in taking what you say seriously and then being willing to act on it. And isn't that really what we're trying to do when we sell? We want our potential clients and our clients to embrace what we say, to take it seriously, and then be willing to act on it. That is what great salespeople do. So when we talk about how selling occurs, Really what we're discussing is how does influence occur? How do we guide people through that decision-making process so that they act differently because of our efforts with them? Influence is absolutely mission critical. In fact, it was a neuroscientist named Gregory Burns who had one of the best quotes about this. He wrote that a person can have the greatest idea in the world. He says completely different and novel, but if that person can't convince enough other people, it doesn't matter. You can have the greatest product, the greatest service in the world. It doesn't matter unless you can convince enough other people of that reality. So with influence, we're trying to persuade others to take seriously what we're advocating for and be willing to act on it. And that is why influence is so important. And all of us, anytime we communicate with anyone in our personal or professional lives, are always influencing. Now, in a number of podcasts from now, we're going to talk about selling with integrity and what the difference is between manipulation and persuasion. We're going to get deep into those waters. But for now, I want to advocate for the nobility of influence. In fact, people that say they don't like influence, that it's wrong to influence, you know, they're trying to influence you on that idea. In other words, they're borrowing from that which they're against. We cannot stop influencing others because anytime you communicate with anyone, what do you want them to do? You want them to take what you say seriously and then be willing to act on it. It doesn't matter if you're talking about where you want to go out for dinner or you want to talk about where you want to go on vacation, or you're at work recommending a certain course of action, or even sharing your opinion about anything, you are constantly influencing. Now, for most people, influence is just a hobby, but for us in the profession of selling, it's what we do. It is our profession. We are literally professional influencers. So how can you and I influence more effectively? 
what does science say about this? Let me describe this to you, getting into the science that really was founded many decades ago. In fact, in the middle of the 20th century, there was a major push by the United States government to really protect its people against propaganda from other governments. And so this push and the funding that resulted from it prompted a lot of behavioral scientists to look at, okay, how does influence occur and how can we protect our citizens from enemy propaganda? And so some really fascinating foundational theories of influence that today are being used as the foundation in so many disciplines from education to psychology to behavioral economics. And so I want to share with you one of these that was put forth by two researchers. And what they did was they were studying how our brains interact with persuasive messages. And what they were able to do was really the unthinkable. They were able to deconstruct the process of influence. And here's what they found. I'm going to give you an overview of it today and talk about why this matters so much. Because if you have a sales process, you're going to want to know this because this is absolutely mission critical. This is the foundation of successful selling. And then in the next two sessions together, we're going to go into this in great depth. So here's what they found. They found that our brain is influenced to make a decision through two different routes. And these routes, uh, one is called the peripheral route of influence. The other they refer to as the central route of influence. And these routes are happening simultaneously. Researchers call this parallel processing. In other words, our brains are interacting with both the peripheral and the central route, and we're being persuaded by each. Now, I'm going to go through each of these in depth in upcoming podcasts, but for right now, I'm going to give you a high-level overview, and then we're going to talk about how do we apply these in a real sales context that'll make a huge difference. This is no sales fluff. This is foundational to successful selling. So let's talk about that peripheral route first. The peripheral route of influence is what is peripheral to the message. In other words, when you are selling, you're trying to convey about your company and your product or your service and, and all the value that that offers. This is none of those. These are things peripheral to the message. This is, do I trust you? Do I like you? Do I believe what you're saying? The peripheral influence is very, very persuasive. And what's really interesting, the research shows, is that this is something that usually happens below the level of consciousness. It is automatic and involuntary. In other words, rarely do we think as a consumer, you know, I really don't trust this salesperson. And here's why uh, he's not making eye contact with me. And he said this. Or we don't usually do that. It's, I got a weird feeling about that person, or I just don't, just something about him, I just don't trust, right? We don't always think through what it is, but there's something that says, okay, I do trust them, or I don't trust them. Buyers will often refer to this as, you know, it just doesn't feel right in my gut. What do they mean by that? Usually they're trying to describe the peripheral route of influence, that it hasn't been persuasive, or, you know what, this decision, it just feels right. I feel like, they really get what we're looking for and the solution. I just feel like it'll work for us. What are they referring to there? Peripheral route of influence. This heavily shapes perception. The peripheral route 
how influenced we are by it influences how we look at the message that the salesperson is sharing, which we'll talk about in a moment. Now, here's something you need to understand about the peripheral route that is a game changer. It is short-lived. It is short-lived. In other words, it is most persuasive when you are in the room with a potential client. If you ever had a time when you were on a sales call and everything was going well and they were just really engaged with you and they loved you, and then later on in a short period of time, they go dark. Or if they buy from you, later on they try to cancel perhaps or they question what they've done. Almost always what's really happening there is they are influenced by that peripheral route and only by the peripheral route, not the second route we're going to talk about in a moment, the central. And if they're only influenced by the peripheral route, the problem with that is it's short-lived. In other words, when you leave the conversation, when you leave the room, when you get off the Zoom or the phone call, what happens? It deteriorates very quickly. And people say, what have I done? Or why did we think that? Or they don't have any reasons for it beyond you. So salespeople that try to persuade by their personality, the old relationship selling style, what was the problem with that? They only tried to engage via the peripheral route. Now, does the peripheral route matter? I just said it did. Absolutely it does. There's a lot of great science behind that. I want you to think about these two routes as like an airplane. If you only use one, it's like trying to fly an airplane with one wing. What's going to happen? Bad stuff. You don't want to get in an airplane if you're like, well, where's the other wing? It's missing. Well, I'm not getting in that thing. Of course not. Why? Because you know you need two wings on that airplane. One won't do it. Same is true when it comes to influence. You need both the peripheral and the central route. Both matter. The peripheral is very persuasive. It shapes perception, but it's also very short-lived. So you got to recognize that. If you're selling via the relationship, that's good. But if that's the only piece of the puzzle you have, you're missing something big and you're going to have problems. And you're very open to your clients being stolen by a competitor, right? Because when you leave the room, your influence deteriorates very quickly. How do we influence people through the peripheral route? We're going to talk about this a lot more next time, but it's what are called heuristics. What are heuristics? Real simply, heuristics are mental reflexes or shortcuts that our brains instinctively follow when forming judgments. And we're going to go through a number of these because these are mission critical. You want to be leveraging these throughout the sale. So these are heuristics. And if you've been listening to this podcast or you've read either of my books, The Science of Selling or Sell More with Science, you're probably familiar with a couple of those heuristics. We talk about them all the time. Why? Because they matter. In fact, Nobel Prizes have been given out for identifying these heuristics. That is the peripheral route. Very powerful, peripheral to the message, automatic and involuntary, shapes perception. The negative side is short-lived. When you leave, because usually you're the one creating that peripheral route. And when you leave, your influence will deteriorate very quickly. And how do we leverage this? Through heuristics. Now let's talk about the other one because we talked about how both of these are happening or should be happening simultaneously. Parallel processing, as you remember. Let's talk about that central route. What is that? This is the message. This is what you need your potential clients to buy into about your company, your product or service. You know there are certain value propositions. If they don't agree with, they're not going to buy. 
That is the central root of influence. It requires what researchers refer to as elaboration. What is elaboration? Mentally thinking through some ideas. Now, the peripheral root, automatic and involuntary. It just happens. People rarely contemplate it. It usually happens below the level of consciousness. The central root is the opposite. It requires elaboration. People must think through these ideas for them to commit to them and trigger that central root. Now, one thing I want you to know about the central root that's important, it creates lasting loyalty. It's what makes a decision stick. It's why your most loyal clients come back to you over and over again. One brand that's really good at this or has been historically is a brand like Harley Davidson. There are people who love Harley bikes and there are people who will tattoo the words Harley Davidson on their body. And if you ask them, why did you get that tattoo? They don't say, well, the salesperson was just so good and we built such a great rapport and I really trusted him. They don't say that. They believe in what the brand stands for. What is that? What are they describing there? That central root. That's what the message is. It creates lasting loyalty. So if you want to make sure your deals stick, you want to be selling via that central root. That's a big weakness historically in the old relationship sales approach. That's still some people are peddling from 50, 60 years ago. That methodology, you build rapport, you make a friends and they buy because of you. What's the problem with that? It's only engaging them via that peripheral route. Yes, that all matters, but you got to have both. It's like two wings on an airplane. You need that central route. How do we create that? It is comprised of strategic commitments you need to get throughout the sale. What are those strategic commitments? We talk a lot about them. We have on this podcast, and if you read both my books, you probably already know the answer because they are the six whys. I devote a whole chapter in the science of selling, my first book, and a large part of chapter four in Sell More with Science to understanding and applying these six whys. Why? They are how the central root is executed within the sale. One way to think about the peripheral and the central root that'll help you understand it really well, and it's very obvious, is through politics. Now, I know right now politics, no matter what side you're on, it's incredibly frustrating and most people are not happy with it and they have very good reasons. However, if we think about, let's imagine you meet a new politician and you hear him or her talk for the first time. We see the peripheral and the central route being on display front and center. The peripheral route is, do I trust him? Do I like her? Do I believe what they're saying? Are they genuine? Are they authentic? Or are they saying one thing and going to do another, right? Do I trust them? That's the peripheral route. That matters a lot because if you don't trust what they're saying, if you don't believe it, you won't accept anything they say. In fact, there have been studies where they take the same political message and they frame it as, being from a particular candidate that the audience likes and one that they don't like. The exact same message, exact same words. And people respond differently to the same message depending on who they think said it. Really interesting. That is the peripheral route shaping the perception of the message, which is that central route. Because what that politician believes about education or the economy or immigration or you fill in whatever you care most about, Many people will vote based on the central route. 
In other words, they might not know who the candidate will be in the next election, but there are some issues that matter so much to them that they say, if the candidate is for this, I'll give them my vote. If they're against it, I don't care who they are. I'm not going to vote for him or her. That's that central root. Creates lasting loyalty. Now think about it like this. In most political cycles, there are candidates who come on strong in the beginning and then they have a gaffe. They do or say something that makes them look silly or that presents them poorly. And all of a sudden their support begins to wane and they fall out of contention. Is that the peripheral or the central route? That's the peripheral route, right? It shapes perception. It's not their message. It's them. It's the way they communicate it. People lost trust in them or they just didn't garner as much favor. And so people went and looked elsewhere. Let's bring this back to sales and away from politics. The way you sell your sales process, what is the goal of it? Let me give it to you right now, because this in a sentence is success and failure in selling. The goal of your sales process should be to guide buyers in committing to your message, that central route, while using heuristics, the peripheral route, to effectively convey that message. Ooh, let me say that again, because you're not going to hear this anywhere else. The goal of your sales process, the way you sell, whether it's formalized, which it should be or not, should be to guide buyers in committing to your message, the central route, while using heuristics, the peripheral route, to effectively convey that message. Your ability to execute that sentence is what creates success or failure in selling. Did I tell you earlier this was foundational? This isn't sales fluff. This is hardcore science that when you leverage it in sales, it brings tremendous clarity. Now, we are going to dive into, in the next two podcasts, the peripheral and the central route. We're going to talk specifically about each of them. But I want you to understand this right now. You need to understand we are influenced through two ways, the peripheral and the central route. Why does this matter? The goal of how you sell should be to get your buyers to commit to that central route and using that peripheral route to convey that message to inspire those commitments. Understanding this provides such transparency to selling. No longer do you need to guess your way to success or just listen to the gurus. Now you can actually look at the science and it tells you exactly what's going on and allows you to course correct. So you want to ask yourself, Am I engaging people via that peripheral route? And if so, how and where in my sales process? And am I actively attending to that central route? And if so, if and where in my sales process? Because this is the goal of selling. If you execute this well, you will be successful. And if you don't, you will struggle in the act of selling. And if you can get better in doing this, your sales will improve. And if you get worse, well, your sales won't improve. The problem is it's hard to do something when you don't know what that something is, right? It's hard to get better at selling when you don't know what creates the influence that you need to get better at selling. And so that's why this science is so mission critical. And that's why we need to focus on this and get away from these nonsensical best practices and these nonsensical ideas that people talk about selling and just what they've experienced and how they perceive the world. We need to get to the real science that is decades old that no one is hardly talking about except a few people, including yours truly. But this is what matters, right? This is what we need to be focused on. 
So we need to wake up to this because when you do, it gives you an unfair advantage over people who aren't. So I would encourage you, think through this. Are you engaging people via that peripheral and central route? Because that's the goal of how you sell. If you do that well, you will be successful. And stay tuned for the next two episodes of this podcast because we are going to dive into each of those. Think about this. Begin applying it to how you sell because this is absolutely essential. So what are you waiting for? Apply this science and then get out there and sell something. I'll see you next time.